What is going on? And welcome back to the Catalyst of Development podcast, where our purpose is to help you find yours. And our vision, well, our vision is to communicate your potential so clearly that you're inspired to see it in yourself and then begin walking in your purpose. Let me tell you, I could not be more excited than I am right now. We are starting off with another four-part series. This four-part series is going to be titled Self. And within it, we are going to break down some of the self-actions that we feel are imperative to you reaching your fullest potential. Some of the things that that we're going to dive into is self-awareness, self-love, self-discipline, and self-actualization, right? And we're going to start today with part one of this four-part series with self-awareness. So we're asking ourselves, what is self-awareness, right? We're going to cover that today. What is self-awareness? We're also going to talk about why do we need it? Why do you need self-awareness? Then we're going to dive into how to increase your self-awareness and what to watch out for you know, when, when looking at your self-awareness. Some of the things that you need to be cognizant of when trying to improve on your self-awareness. And then, as always, with any series that we do here, there's going to be some homework. But I actually think you'll like this homework, so make sure you stay tuned. Listen to the entire podcast so you can get that homework and start improving on your self-awareness. So let's not waste any time. Let's jump right in. Um, what self-awareness really is. You know, when, when we think about self-awareness, what does it really mean, right? And I guess the, the basic definition is just to reverse that question, right? Self-awareness is awareness of oneself. But let's take a look at it a little differently. What I want you to do is I want you to imagine yourself having a conversation with somebody you just met and you're trying to describe yourself. But you can't use anything that's that's tangible. You can't tell them about your friends or your family. You can't tell them about your job. You can't tell them, you know, how long you've been working or how old you are. You have to describe yourself in those other ways, those kind of intangible ways. What are your likes and your dislikes? Uh, what motivates you? What's in, what inspires you? What makes you happy, angry or sad? You know, that being able to describe yourself in that way to somebody, that is self-awareness. That is knowing what self-awareness truly is to yourself. So really, when you when you kind of answer it as a whole, what is self-awareness? It's it's kind of our preferences, right? It's our, it's our default setting. Are you emotional or unemotional? Are you an introvert or an extrovert? And one of the things that I think we need to realize about these default settings, you know, where we go when, when we're most comfortable is the more time that we spend out of these settings, the more stressful our lives become, the more mentally drained we become. You know, for example, if, if I'm an introvert, and I'm constantly being pushed in extroverted situations, it starts to wear on me. I start to become fatigued. I start to become stressed out. I become mentally drained, which in turn makes me physically drained. Knowing these things is kind of really understanding your self-awareness. Uh, so that's kind of the, the, the basic level of self-awareness. Let's dig a little bit deeper. Self-awareness also breaks down into internal and external. Now, when we initially think about self-awareness, we think self, me, right? So 
most of our focus is internal, which isn't wrong or bad, but if you neglect paying attention to the external self-awareness, you're missing a huge, huge piece of your overall proficiency in self-awareness. Um, let's look at it like this. So internal, what motivates me? What inspires me? What makes me angry? Uh, emotional control, things like that. Th those are internal self-awareness ideas and concepts. External, on the other hand, is being aware of how other people view you. Being aware how you come off to other people. Being aware how you communicate with other people. Um, this is huge, huge in relationship building. This is huge in conducting things like job interviews or going out on first dates. You know, the, the self-awareness externally on how you come across to people. What optics are you putting out there? That's a little deeper kind of understanding and concept of self-awareness, internal and external. We're going to dig even more deeper, right? We're going to go to a third level of self-awareness. Uh, and I like to use an example of a swimming pool with this one, right? Everybody knows when you go to a swimming pool, you have the shallow end and the deep end, right? Let's consider the shallow end as our strengths. Right? Everybody likes the shallow end. It's safe. Uh, it's comfortable. There's no risk. There's no fear. You know, if you start panicking, all you got to do is stand up, right? And the water maybe comes up to your waist during the shallow end. The shallow end of self-awareness is where your strengths are. It's what people like to talk about. It's what people like to focus on. It's really what makes us feel good about ourselves. Hey, I'm, I'm strong in this area. This is great. I like this. This is good news for me. Now let's swim on out to the deeper end. The deeper end's a little trickier. You got to understand how to swim. You may have to be able to hold your breath a little bit longer. It's a little harder because the deeper end of self-awareness, well, that's where your weaknesses are. That's where your shortcomings lie. Um, I'm not going to lie to you. Most people stay in the shallow end, but it's the deep end where the growth can be found. It's the deep end that will bring kind of that that, that hardness, right? That hard to swallow pill. Oh man, I really am lacking in this area. It's the deepness where you may get upset when you start answering questions honestly and truthfully. It's the deep end where a lot of your external self-awareness will start to reveal itself. Like, oh man, I, I really come across like a butthead to people and I don't mean to. Like that, That's a hard pill to swallow. Right. Make sure that we are not focusing solely on just the shallow end of self-awareness. I do want you to focus on your strengths, but if you ignore your weaknesses, they'll eventually come and bite you in the tail end. So that's really what self-awareness is. And, you know, we kind of broke it down in, in three layers. So let's move on to why do we need self-awareness? Why is it so important for us to be self-aware? Well, First and foremost, it, it comes down to emotional intelligence. They say if you can control your emotions, that is one of the truest forms of strength that somebody has. Self-awareness allows us to understand our, our, our purpose, our passion, our, our calling, uh, what are our influences, some of the things that influence, influence us, whether or not it's internal or external. Being self-aware improves your overall quality of life. 
you understand how you react to situations and why you react to situations and what it is about those situations that make you react a certain way. We all know the saying, we can't control what life does to us. All we can control is how we react to it. Self-aware people understand how to react to life when life happens. You know, relationships. Being self-aware will improve your relationships to no end, right? People usually ask me how I can communicate and build rapport and relationships with people um, as easily as I do. But to be honest with you, it's because I'm very self-aware externally on how I come across to people. I'm very self-aware that I may not be everybody's cup of tea, but if I can focus in on the two or three things that can help us build a connection together, well, that's only going to improve our overall relationship. So being self-aware of my external factors really helps me build relationships with people. And for anybody that has talked to me in the past or has listened to me speak, they understand the value that I put on relationships, um, not only just with leadership, but with, with life in, in general. So being self-aware really helps us foster healthy relationships. Um, communication, again, this ties directly into the relationship aspect of it. Understanding both my internal and my external self-awareness, if you will, allows me to communicate with others more freely. They understand where I'm coming from. More importantly, I understand how I'm coming across to them. Right? Because again, this is relationship building. It can't be all about me. So being self-aware in that aspect allows me to connect with people and communicate with them that much better. Another reason why we need self-awareness isn't just for, you know, the relationships and, you know, and, and the purpose and the passion. It, it can boil down to simple things like job interviews, you know, and trying out and, and trying to get hired and X, Y, Z. If you understand how you come across to people, if you are self-aware and you understand your strengths and your weaknesses, that builds a level of confidence that will unintentionally kind of exude from you during these job interviews. Going in to any job interview, 99.999% of the time, you're going to be asked to describe or explain some of your strengths and your weaknesses. People that are very self-aware already know them in their mind. Not only do they know them, they're able to identify weaknesses and then explain what they're doing to try to improve them. Now, I've been on plenty of hiring uh, boards. I've been on plenty of hiring interviews on the, on the hiring side of it. And I'm going to tell you right now, people that are not scared or not afraid to identify their weaknesses and then turn around and tell the board or the panel how they're working on improving them pays dividends. It is huge because what I don't want to hear is, um, oh, I, I haven't really thought of that or man, I, I never really thought that deeply or my absolute favorite is when people try to turn an actual strength into a weakness. You know, something along the lines of, well, you know, I'm just, I'm really passionate about my work and, and sometimes I devote too much time to my work. Stop it. Stop, that's humble bragging. I'm, I'm not trying to hear it. I want to hear a no BS weakness. Tell me what you struggle with and how you're trying to approve it. Understanding your self-awareness makes that Super, super easy. Uh, I'll, I'll give you a perfect, perfect example of why we need self-awareness. I'm going to be honest with you. Sitting on this side of the table right now, going through this, 
Uh, if you would have asked me about an hour and a half ago whether or not I wanted to film this this video or, or do this podcast, I would have told you no. Right? I just I wasn't feeling it today. The weather is absolute crap outside, right? It's raining. Uh, I woke up this morning. I didn't get my workout in like I wanted to. It just it just got me off on the wrong foot. I was in a very negative mindset. Um, I just I wasn't feeling it. I just wasn't feeling it at all, and I felt like I was kind of in a in a rut. But being self aware, I didn't get stuck in that rut. I started to think, what is happening to me that is making me feel this way? And what that did was, I started kind of reverse engineering it and. Well, you know what? The weather's kind of crap outside, but I can't really control that. So that shouldn't that shouldn't impact my my mood, right? I didn't work out today. I, I could have controlled that, but what's done is done, right? I, I can't go back and change it. So that really shouldn't be impacting my mood. Uh, so the more I started really acknowledging what was happening, the more I could counteract that. And to be honest with you, me improving my self-awareness over the past year, two years, three years is the reason I'm sitting here in front of you today. Because an hour and a half ago, this was not going to happen. That is why we need self-awareness. To stop us from staying in the ruts too long. To be able to identify things and help us to push past them and to move forward. So number three, how do we increase our self-awareness? Well, let me tell you, there's there's tons of tools, there's tons of techniques, uh, tons of things out there. We can talk about assessments, mentors, books, accountability partners, reflection, feedback, all of them, right? Let's let's take a little bit and let's let's break some of those down. Assessments, man, there are a plethora of assessments out there. There's free assessments. You can even Google, you know, free self awareness assessments, and the, you'll get a laundry list of them. And all of them bring certain aspects to the table that you can then acknowledge what the responses are when you fill out these, these questionnaires and then start working on them or at least have a, a light bulb go off and have an aha moment with them. Some of the assessments that, that I've done in the past are four lenses, uh, Myers-Briggs, the Who Am I, the Big Five, which is a, a personality self-assessment. Uh, the DISC assessment, you know, that, that is a behavior self-assessment. One of the cool things about the assessments is, is I do have a kind of a running list of links with free self-assessments. And what I'll do is I'll go ahead and I'll post them to my social media. Uh, so if you're not following me on social media, please go out there and follow uh, Linwood Gale uh, on TikTok, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. I, what I'll do is I'll post these links to these free self-assessment uh, tools, uh, and also put them in the uh, the notes of my YouTube channel. Down in the summary, I'll make sure that the links are down there as well. So you can go out there and start uh, taking some of these self-assessments to get a better awareness of who you are. Now the key, the key is to be as brutally honest as you possibly can with them. Right? If you get in there and you answer the way you feel you want to be, you're not going to get real results back. It has to be who you are right now at this point in time. Next, books. Dude, there's tons of books. I have some of them actually sitting right here. Uh, Emotional Intelligence by Dan Goldman. Self-Awareness by Travis Bradbury. Seven Habits of Highly Effective People by Stephen R. Covey. Insight by Tasha Urich. The Power of Now by Eckhart Tolle. Uh, again, 
just like the self-assessments, what I'll do is I will go out to uh, some of my social media platforms and I will post the, the links to them so you can go out there and either download the, the audio version or even get the hard copy um, books for yourself. I'll also put the links to the books in my social media uh, YouTube summary. I'll make sure that they're listed out and identified there for you as well. Next, we'll talk about accountability partners and, and mentors. If you've been listening to my podcast thus far, you understand how important I believe these functions are, right? I need somebody, because let's be honest, I can bullshit myself till I'm blue in the face. I can tell myself how great I am and all. I need mentors and accountability partners that are willing to call me on my BS. I need mentors and accountability partners who can open my eyes up and allow me to see things that I may be missing, I need account accountability partners and mentors to motivate me and encourage me to keep digging into my self-awareness because they want me to improve as badly as I want to improve. One of the things I think we need to talk about real quick is the difference between mentoring and development. A lot of people say they want mentoring, but what they really want is development, right? What they really want is to be shown a roadmap, shown a destination, and they want people just to get out of their way and just let them go on it, right? That's development. That's what that's what people really want is, oh, I want to get promoted or I want to get this job and boom, here's your roadmap. Have a great time. That's not mentoring. Mentoring, on the other hand, mentoring is a relationship. It gets ugly at times. Mentoring is where a person invests themselves into somebody else so that they can become the best versions of themselves. When I say mentoring is ugly, mentoring is me sitting down with a mentee and pointing out all of their flaws, their weaknesses, their areas of improvements, the things that they need to improve on. And sometimes that can be, that can be hard to hear. Right? So don't confuse mentorship with development. When I'm telling you that I want you to go out and find a mentor, it's somebody that you trust will give you candid and honest feedback to where you need to improve. All right. Well, Transition on to the reflection portion of this. How do we increase our self-awareness? Reflection. Now, this can be journaling, meditating, mindfulness. I suggest if you want to start in any of these endeavors, give yourself just 15 minutes a day. The best time I found to do it is at the end of the day. Recap how the day went. Recap how your emotions went. Recap, you know, if there was something that made you happy, talk about why it made you happy. If there was something that pissed you off or, or angered you or upset you, Talk about why and what exactly it was. That's how we want to do it. You know, uh, the biggest thing when you're journaling and, and you're writing this stuff out is ask what instead of why. You know, today, perfect example. I could have asked myself why I didn't feel like I wanted to get in front of the camera and do this. Why I didn't feel like I wanted to record this podcast. But a lot of the times when we ask why, we can't answer that. You know, a lot of the whys in our lives, we won't be able to answer. But if we shift the why to a what, what is making me feel like I don't want to get in front of the camera or report, record this podcast? What is it specifically? And that's when I came to the answers. Well, it's the weather outside's putting me in kind of a funk. Well, I can't control it. Let's move on. What is making me feel this way? Well, I didn't work out today. That's kind of, that, that's upsetting me. It didn't get my day off on the right foot. Well, I can't go back and change it, so I, I need to get past it. It's, it's what and not why. 
You can answer your what's. What is making me feel this way? What is angering me right now? Oh, well, Joe said something to me that, that really irritated me. Well, you can either go talk to Joe or you can let it go. You have to ask what instead of why. And lastly, how do we increase our self-awareness? Feedback. Um, for my leaders out there, for anybody that is in charge of other individuals, 360 degree feedback is huge. It is also extremely humbling, right? But I highly suggest that you do it. We are responsible for giving feedback to the folks that are under our charge, right? We give them feedback on what they're doing well and what they're not doing well. But what a lot of leaders miss out on is asking their subordinates or their troops or their members or their employees, what are we doing as leaders that need to be improved on? Right? This is huge. This has opened my eyes to so many things. I ask this question to every single one of the people that are under my charge. And the answers I get are across the spectrum. Well, you can improve on this, or you could do this a little better, or I'd appreciate it if you started doing this. And I'm going to tell you, it has made me so much of a better leader because you don't know what you don't know. And I can't improve on things that I don't know that I'm doing. And if I don't solicit that feedback, I will never be self-aware enough to improve on it. Another level of feedback that you can get, job interview feedback. Now, this is completely up to the company or the organization that you interview for, but let's say you get the job or you don't get the job. Ask for candid feedback. How did I do? How did I present myself? Was it something I said? Was it my mannerisms? How did I come across? Did I communicate this correctly? And then take the feedback, right? If they don't give you any feedback, well, then you're no worse off than where you were before you asked, but at least you asked. But if they do give you feedback, that allows you to raise your level of self-awareness. Well, okay, I may not have got the job, but I know what not to do next time. I know to be cognizant of how I answered this question next time. Again, we'll go back to my time sitting on a job interview panel. It was imperative for us to go out and actually talk to individuals and provide them feedback on how the interviews went. And let me tell you, these people grew tremendously because of the feedback. So do not forget about your feedback. All of these are ways that you can increase your self-awareness. And the last thing I wanna to touch on is what to watch out for. There are a few things that you wanna watch out for as you are trying to improve or increase your self-awareness. First, blind spots. You know, I, I, it was funny, I just said it in, uh, in the last topic, but uh, you don't know what you don't know, right? Well, there's an old cliche saying that says, what you don't know won't hurt you. False. That is probably the worst advice ever. What you don't know will hurt you eventually if you allow it to continue. This is why asking for feedback is critical. This is why asking for people to fill in your blind spots is critical because I think I'm here. What I'm missing is what I may be doing on this side, right? What I'm missing is some of the actions, behaviors, or communication techniques that I may be handling on this side. And unless I become aware of them, if they're a negative, they are going to continue to be a negative. So be careful of your blind spots. What else you need to watch out for? Emotions versus logic, right? I am a big proponent and I understand myself very well that when my emotion goes up, my logic goes down. You've got to, you got to balance those two. 
Emotions are great, but don't let it interfere with your logic. Don't make emotional decisions when you know you need to calm down and make logical ones. So be careful of emotions versus logic. You also need to watch out for reading your own newspaper clippings. I like to call this the American Idol Syndrome. Right? You see, you've all seen these people get on American Idol and they've been told their entire lives that they're great singers, that they're great singers, that they're great singers. So they go in there and they start belting something out. And then all of a sudden Simon comes back and he's like, horrible. That was the worst audition ever. And they're crushed because they spent so much time reading their own newspaper clippings or believing in their loved ones. Because look, I love family, but family will lie to you, right? To make you feel better about yourself. Family will put you up on a pedestal and may sometimes not give you the honest feedback that you need. So be careful not to read your own newspaper clippings and think that you got all this solved out. You know, you got all this solved and, and figured out, I should say. You like how I made that all one word, right? <laughs> be careful and watch out for staying on the shallow end of the pool. We talked about the shallow end earlier. Don't just focus on your strengths and ignore your weaknesses. Cannot do that. Be careful and watch out for Staying solely internal and not focusing on external, not focusing on how you come across to people, not focusing on how you communicate and the intent of your communication, right? These are all things you need to watch out for. So that's it. You know, we, we kind of ran through them pretty quickly, uh, talked about self-awareness. This is part one of a four-part series called Self. We talked today about what exactly is self-awareness. We kind of, we broke that down. We went surface level, went deeper, and then we went even deeper. We discussed why we need it and the importance of it and some of the areas that it hits and it improves and it impacts in our lives and the overall quality of our lives. We talked about how you can increase it. I talked about assessments and books, and I'm going to put the links out on social media and on the YouTube summary. And then uh, I finished up really quickly on some of the things that you need to watch out for, you know, the blind spots. Emotions over logic, reading your own newspaper clipping. Don't be that American Idol singer. So now it's on to the homework. So the homework is really easy, right? I want you to get out there and I want you to click on some of those links that I put out there and take some of the assessments. Ask people to give you candid feedback. Reflect a little bit. Start journaling. Start to develop an increase of your own self-awareness, both internal and external. Got to remember that. It has to be both. And do not stay in the shallow end when you're trying to figure this out. Swim on out to the deep end. Take some risk. Yeah, it's going to hurt. Yeah, you're, you're going to have to be honest with yourself. You're going to have to be an honest broker and look at yourself in the mirror and, and answer those hard questions. But it's the deep end where you'll get most of your growth. And obviously, as always with homework, I want you to write these down. I want you to understand them as much as it may hurt to write some of them down. Write down your strengths and your improvement areas in your self-awareness. Write down what you're proud of and maybe what you're not so proud of because you're going to need it. Because when we dive into part two of this four-part series, we're going to be looking at some of those negative areas, some of those areas that don't make you feel so proud. And we're going to start talking about a little bit of self-love. Self-love, a.k.a. self-worth. So that's it. Uh, it's been an absolute privilege. As always, thank you so much for sharing in this episode with me. Thank you so much for allowing me to invest in your development. Continue searching for that code to unlock your truest potential. Be a catalyst, not just for you, but for all those around you. Until next time, take care.